0: The Catastrophe at Yellowstone Caldera, Chapter 2, 18 in Life. It is our collective responsibility to preserve and tend to the world in which we all live. Dalai Lama. The boys left the smoke shop with a paper sack filled with several strains of high-grade marijuana, along with a variety of edibles to make the 10-hour drive home from Trinidad, Colorado to their homes in Dallas, Texas. Andrew and Alvin, both 18, grew up together, recently graduated high school together, and both would start college at Texas A&M in College Station in a few months together. They made the trip to Colorado every other month to stock up on Primo Bud. The quality selection and price were far better in Colorado compared to Texas, where possession of marijuana could lead to stiff fines, jail time, and a criminal record. Andrew and Alvin were not perpetuating a life of crime, nor were they thugs, no gang affiliation, and no criminal record. They were good kids, exceptional students, with bright futures, who had a fondness for pot. The bank boys floated to the parking lot to the car in a pleasant state of THC-based euphoria, getting in and bursting into laughter. Andrew, who held his hand up, Alvin, stop! Halting the laughter, he took a deep breath, starting to contain another outpost. Whoa, I'm baked. No way I'm driving now. Plus, I'm starving. Check it out, Andy. Alvin pointed to a dirty cream across the street. This is DQ country. The boys made a beeline across the street, unified by a common mission to satisfy their intense hunger. Placing in a mint order before settling into a booth and eating with no abandon. Andrew and Alvin sat across from one another, divided by a mountain of food wrappers, contemplating what to order for dessert. Their sweet musings interrupted by a strange sight: several people were standing in the Dairy Queen's parking lot, staring at the sky in open-mouthed bewilderment. The boys rushed outside to investigate, stopping to stare at a gigantic mushroom cloud in the distant horizon, ascending from the earth, filling the sky, and rapidly expanding as if to engulf the world. Staring each other down briefly, frozen for a millisecond. Two gunfighters going for the guns in hopes of getting the draw. Andrew was a bit faster, grabbing his phone, activating the camera to record the cloud on video. After 30 seconds, the boys lowered their phones. Neither was too sure what to make of it. Alvin, I don't know what caused that quenchment cloud, but my gut tells me we should get as far away from it as soon as possible. Alvin nodded in agreement, prompting the boys to their car. Andrew drove while Alvin pulled up the news about the event, securing his phone to a mount on the dashboard. A grim-faced reporter delivered the story. The Yellowstone Caldera, a supervolcano, erupted today, instantly killing an estimated 1.5 million people spanning four states. The eruption occurred at 2.32 Mountain Standard Time, spewing 300,000 metric tons of volcanic matter. Some states could see accumulations of up to 10 feet of volcanic ash. The Department of Homeland Security is urging residents in impacted areas to stay indoors, remain calm, and avoid contact with ash. Connect with Newsfast 24-7 for continuous coverage of the catastrophe at Yellowstone. Both voice phones lit up with notifications, prompting Andrew to pull to the side of the road from the answer calls or texts from concerned family and friends. Back on the road, Andrew and Alvin drove south in an easy silence, each processing the potential ramifications of the eruption. Both were bright kids with strong science foundations, giving them a good understanding of the potential impact. Alvin's eyes were wide with fear. Andy, do you remember what we learned in Dr. Cooper's class last year? Yeah, the five major extensions, the role of volcanic activity in each extension, and the potential impacts when one of the volcanoes erupt. Andrew paused for a moment before adding quietly, "Like Yellowstone." Turning pale, his memory of lessons learned returned with unsettling clarity. Alvin's jaw tightened. His eyes welled up with tears, gripped by fear, struggling to maintain his composure. "Damn it, Andy! This is not good. This is an environmental just like the ones Doctor Cooper told us about. Damn it, we're so screwed." Alvin, chill. I know it's bad, bro. But we're still alive we got to work with what we got and try to stay strong no matter what we broke to the end andrew held out his right fist to enforce the statement with a fist bump alvin acknowledged the fist bump still educated damn it andy this is bullshit what about our plans you think anyone would be open this fall semester the ropes is going to change everything alvin i know but panicking is not going to change a thing what's done is done now we have to stick together and deal with what we got. Alvin and Andrew were two kids who were on the right path. Their life choices, academic achievements, community service, caring nature, and passion for life were steering them down the road of prosperity. The eruption at Yellowstone called Euro changed the course of Alvin and Andrew's life, but plans to go to college and career halted indefinitely. The magnitude and impact of the catastrophe were devastating leading both Andrew and Alvin to join the humanitarian effort to help those areas impacted by the volcano, aligning them around a universal goal shared by all of humankind to stay alive in a volatile and dangerous world.